Hi, Morning X. Uh, I realize this is probably an off-the-wall kind of question. Uh, yeah. Who does the pro- who does the programming there? The programming as in decides what songs play and what don't? Yeah. Well, I can actually give you his email address. You got something to write with? Yeah. Okay, here it is. It's D-E-E-Z-N-U-T-S yeah. at gmail.com. Awesome. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. 1-1-1-0-4-9, the Morning X. Movie theaters starting to reopen all across the country. Russell Crowe's Unhinged in the new Spongebob movie had good premieres over the weekend. Netflix had one of the only major releases, though. Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt's... Joseph Gordon? How about Joseph Gordon-Levitt's Project Power uh, opened over the weekend. Sadder news, President Trump's younger brother Robert died... Not before the president was able to visit one last time. Apparently, the 71-year-old Robert Trump had been ailing for months and was reportedly gravely ill when the president visited him on Friday. No disclosure of what Robert Trump's illness was. The president retweeted several condolence messages as well as remarks from the family. Uh, He did skip the well wishes of former VP Joe Biden uh, for, I think, obvious reasons there. Uh, How about happier news? Robert De Niro. It's his birthday today. He is 77 years old. Are you talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you, Robert De Niro, trying to say happy birthday. Buddy, are you talking to me? Yeah. Dude, this, 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 is this guy serious? Is he talking to me? Yes, I was talking to you, Robert De Niro. Happy birthday to you. When he won an Academy Award for The Godfather Part Two in 1975, he has been nominated for Best Actor five times, winning in 81 for Raging Bull. Uh, he had the, uh, he founded the Tribeca Film Festival, got a second Best Supporting Actor nod in 2013 for Silver Linings Playbook. He did The Irishman recently. He was in Joker. Still working, man. Still rocking at 77 years old. A happy birthday to Robert De Niro. 1049 The Morning X. 1049 The Morning X at 818. It's Kev, and uh, very excited to welcome our next guest onto the show. He was a member of the 2010 Chicago Blackhawks Stanley Cup champions. He's the founder of the Brent Sopel Foundation, and now a short film documentary about him can be found on YouTube called Brent Sopel Here to Change the World. Let's welcome Brent Sopel to The Morning X. What's up, Brent? How about there, you doing? Uh, good. You know, this is actually the first time we've ever had anybody on this show with a championship ring, man. It's very exciting. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, I'm always like to be first all the time, so I'm, I'm excited. Yeah, so this is the 10th anniversary of the 2010 Stanley Cup Blackhawk season. Can you believe it's been that long? Oh, no, no I can't. It's, uh, it's gone, uh, gone way too fast. It just means I'm 10 years older. <laughs> yeah, 10 years can go by faster than you think, huh? And, you know, if you, you mix kids in there, too, and then, yeah, it flies by. <laughs> uh, hey, you've said before that you thought the NHL should have canceled the playoffs this year. Do you still feel that way now that it's underway? Yeah, no, I, you know, I do. You know, I just, I thought, you know, you know instead of ruining two seasons for, uh, you know, trying to complete one, I would like them just to uh, spend the extra time here, you know, be another month, and month and a half before the season would start. And, you know, just figure out COVID a little bit more. and. Mm-hmm. Uh, Again, there's some guys that opted out because of family situations. and So I, I would have just rather uh, them ride them out. And here we are in, uh, you know, almost September, and they're still playing. You yeah. know, and, and then take a couple months off and restart in November, December, something like that. So yeah. instead of moving two, two for one, I would just rather, you know, ride it out. Yeah. Well, that being said, do you think the Hawks have a snowball's chance in hell of coming back and taking the series against the Las Vegas Golden Showers? Uh, no, not at all. No, I think it's uh, it might snow six feet today, so you better tell everybody you know heads up. So no, I don't think so. Yeah, um, it's do or die, and they got to go. They got to go to Game Seven now, and that's going to be pretty tough. 
Yeah, it's going to be very tough. Obviously, Vegas is a great team. Uh, Hawks are a, a great team, too. They've, uh, they just don't have the depth and um, that, that Vegas has, and that's how you win. You win with your third and fourth lines and uh, not your first and second. So we're on with Brent Sopel. Uh, I'd love to talk to you more about hockey, but we really have you on today to talk about your current passion in life, which is the Brent Sopel Foundation. What is it, and how did it get started? Well, I opened, uh, you know, I found out uh, 10 years ago that I'm dyslexic, so um, Brent Sopel Foundation is uh, a lot of awareness and advocating for uh, every dyslexic out there. And, you know, uh, Dr. Mike's called here to change the world, because that's what I'm trying to do. Dyslexia is one in five, and it's hereditary, and, it needs to be, you know, brought to the forefront, you know, for every kid out there that has this. It's, uh, it's just a learning style. It's when, you know, we be taught a little bit differently. Each of one of us kids are, are different, so we just need to be taught differently. But, you know, we need to know a lot more about what uh, dyslexia is. Uh, so you're very open uh, in the documentary on YouTube about your own problems with dyslexia. Uh, so what is the one thing you want people to know about dyslexia? Ooh, I'll break down to one. Um, you know, it's all about self-esteem for dyslexics. You know, we start struggling for the first time that we pick up a book. So is that one years old, two years old, three years old, whatever that may be. Um, so the self-esteem, you know, side of dyslexia is, is the biggest thing that every dyslexic has very little self-esteem, very low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that's something that really we have to pay attention to and understand. Yeah, especially, you know, kids can be really mean. And, uh, you know, if, if it comes out in school that you're having trouble reading, they don't they don't see it as, oh, it's, he's, he's got dyslexia. It's hard for him. All, all they do is think, oh, he can't read. You know, so it's like trying to battle that stigma has got to be pretty hard. Well, it's, you know, it's, it's the hard part, the three words that we always hear as dyslexic, dumb, stupid, and lazy. And that's because, that's, you know, it's in our head. They always say, yeah, you're right. And they can't visually see us trying really hard and, and, and struggling. So, uh, again, that's, that's why I've done the documentary. That's why I'm so open about it. It's, you know, I never want another kid to go through what I do every day. Um, again, you know, some of these uh, you know, kids are unbelievably smart. Um, I usually on the higher side, not the lower side that everybody thinks. So, uh, you know, there's a lot that goes with dyslexia. Everybody just thinks it's your B's and D's. And trust me, there's a heck of a lot more than just that. Right. You mentioned in the film that 50% of the people uh, in NASA are dyslexic, but you also mentioned that 50% of people in prison are also dyslexic, so it could really be anyone. It's not, It's not. you know, a, a, a smart thing. It's It's something else entirely. Yeah, correct. You know, and we're born this way, and it's also hereditary. So you talk about one in five, and it's hereditary. So I pass it down to my daughter. She's going to pass it down. So it's you know, it's something that we can't just, you know, take a pill or a shot and, and that disappears. But we're born with our right brains wired differently. And it, it's okay. It, you know, it's a great thing. I, I, I struggle at certain things, but I also excel at other things. So um, it goes hand in hand. But just when you struggle with the simple things as, as reading and you see everybody in school um, not struggling and you are, um, like I said, it talks about the uh, you know self esteem. It uh, it takes beating every day. Yeah. So you you discovered your own dyslexia as an adult. Uh, if you catch it earlier, is it is it easier to help? One hundred percent. You know, early diagnosis. Uh, you know, it, it's just like anything. You know, early diagnosis, it, it, the better understanding you're going to have with it in the long run and how to handle it. Um, you know, I got my daughter tested and figured it out in grade two and she graduated. Uh, 
uh, high school last year. She's in college right now. Um, you know, very proud of her. But you know, again, it's the early detection and understanding what that is, and not going through life, you know, like I did until I was thirty-two years old, not knowing what it is. Well, the documentary is absolutely fascinating, Brent. Uh, it doesn't even take that long to watch. It's free on YouTube right now. It's called Brent Sopel, Here to Change the World. Uh, I put a link to it on our Facebook page at the X Rockford if you want to watch it right now. Uh, it's it's actually pretty compelling. And, uh, you know, it's it's really interesting to see, you know, somebody like you, uh, you know, taking your notoriety and using it for something good, man. That's great. Well, you know, it's, uh, hockey's been great and you know, I put what my uh, passion is and my purpose in life is, you know, is dyslexia. And, you know, every kid is worth it. So um, the more I can talk about it and, uh, you know, tell my struggles, uh, it's going to help each next kid or next parent uh, whose kid has it. So, um, you know, help another human needs more to me than, you know, any day playing hockey. You know, sometimes all you need to do is reach one person, and that person can then use that and reach several more people, man. So I, I hope the chain grows and grows. I hope this awareness spreads. And uh, we thank you very much for joining us. BrentSopelFoundation.org, if you want to donate. Brent, thank you very much for joining us, man. It was great. Thanks for making me the first with the championship ring on. So I appreciate it. That's right. First, first person with a championship ring ever on our show, man. Welcome. And uh, thank you very much. We hope to have you back. The Morning X, and uh, this happened in Australia. I thought this was an interesting story here. A surfer defended his wife from a shark attack by punching the shark in the face. Now, I mean, that is some serious hero action right there. He just steps in and is like, bam! Shark swims away. Wife is fine. I mean, everybody knows that when a shark is coming, the best thing to do is to punch it in the face. You're actually supposed to punch it in the eyeball, and it apparently will scare the shark away. But that is some brave step-up action right there. I mean, I would be scared as hell. I think I might get that fight or flight in me as well and jack the shark in the eyeball myself. But this guy, he has a pass, right? He can do whatever he wants, at least for a little while. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter what it is. That guy is the hero of his marriage right now. She could be like, uh, I thought you said you were going to do these dishes yesterday. And he said, remember the time I punched a shark in the face and saved your life? <laughs> that guy has that line for a long time. I'm not sure how that's gonna, how long that's going to last. I mean, 20 years from now, is that still going to work? 20 years from now, if she's like, uh, I saw you emailed your secretary from your personal account. What that all about? He can't be like, remember 20 years ago, the shark thing? <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's going to work for that long. But for now, man, I would milk it for all it's worth, dude. I wish I could rescue my wife from a shark. 104.9. Standard if you can. The Morning X. And now, highlights from the virtual Democratic National Convention. I have seen this country's There's a lot of beauty in that There's a lot of pain in it, too. I'm a lifelong Republican. But that attachment holds second place to my responsibility to my Over 170,000 and a nation still unprepared to protect its people. This election is the most important in the modern history of this country. Our campaign ended several months ago. This election is about preserving our We have got to grab our put on our masks, pack a brown bag breakfast too. And that was highlights from the Virtual Democratic National Convention. 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It's Kev and it's time to check the X voicemail. That's right. 
24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 815-575-XVM1. That's like X voicemail 1 or 9861. And you can leave me a message at any time for any reason at all. Doesn't matter. Some people are taking this to heart. Some people are actually leaving messages. This, I think this guy got a little bit excited. Um, let's let's just hear this first message that came through on the X voicemail today. Hey, this message is for Kevin. This is from Todd. I've been listening to you for quite some time, Kevin. Okay, first of all, he's putting that voice on, right? That's not how he always talks. Hey, this message is for Kevin. This is from Todd. I've been listening to you for quite some time, Kevin. I've been listening to you for quite some time, Kevin. He's putting that voice on, right? This is not how this guy actually talks. But anyway, he goes on. But since I listen every morning, I can kind of tell that you're at, like your jokes, they're not that funny and they're always the <laughs> same. So I don't know if you could, Kevin, if you could switch up your jokes, uh, that'd be great. I would, you know, I would kind of refer some guys like Dane Cook, uh, my favorite, <laughs> Carlos Mencia, maybe George Lopez. Okay, now I know he's messing with me. This guy's definitely messing with me, right? Because he says that my jokes aren't great. Then he names guys who can't even do original jokes. These are guys who have stolen jokes. Uh, that'd be great. I would, you know, I would kind of refer some guys like Dane Cook. Steal uh, jokes. My favorite, Carlos Mencia. Stole jokes. Maybe George Lopez. Now, those guys are funny, and they never tell the same jokes over and over again. Not I don't true. know. Maybe check out some videos. Oh, yeah. What about Carrot Top, Kevin? I think okay. you could do <laughs> stuff like Carrot Top. I know it's the radio, but maybe some prop stuff. Okay, this guy's definitely trolling me. That's all. He, he literally just used the ex-voicemail line to troll me. And that's that's allowed. You can do whatever you want on the ex-voicemail line. Let's let him finish. Stuff like Carrot Top. I know it's the radio, but maybe some prop stuff. Be pretty funny, Kevin. Thanks for taking my call, uh, and I'll be listening. Thanks for, uh, thanks for everything. Bye, Kevin. <laughs> He's definitely doing a character, though. Nobody really talks like that, do they? He definitely planned that whole thing out. All right, I got another message here. Hey, this is uh, for the Morning X. I uh, really love your show, but every time I listen, I feel like crap. This guy, this guy sounds like he's uh, hiding in a closet so that his wife doesn't know he's calling a radio station voicemail line. Let's let him continue. Every single morning, I feel like crap. I turn on your radio show, and I feel like crap. I turn on the morning X, I feel like crap. If you could make me feel better in the morning, please, could you please do that for me? I don't know who's the guy in the morning. He sounds like crap. But his name, <laughs> I don't remember. It's probably something that rhymes with crap. So please, okay. make me feel better in the morning and make me feel not like crap. All right, well, I got to bust you because I can hear you doing a character. I can hear nobody around here talks like this. This is a New York accent. Second of all, I can see your phone number. When you call into the X voicemail, I can see your phone number. I'll never use it for any reason at all, but I can see it, and I can tell that those two calls were from the exact same number. So this guy... Every single morning, I feel like crap. I turn on your radio show, and I feel like crap. Is the exact same guy as this. These guys are funny, and they never tell the same jokes over and over again. It's the same guy. Busted, dude. I gotcha. 
That's fine, though, man. I, I'm just happy that people are using the number. 815-575-XVM1. If you want to call the X voicemail line, you can literally use it for anything. Tell me a joke. You can call up to complain. You can call up to you know comment on the segment that we did on the show. Maybe you know your own tool of the day in your own life. You can share that with us, too, on the X voicemail line. There's literally no rules what you can and can't do on the X voicemail. 815-575-XVM1. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 104.9 The Morning X. It's time to take a look at today's 411. These are the three things that are going on right now that I think it would be interesting to know about. Uh, First of all, a factory malfunction in Switzerland. This is awesome. There's a factory malfunction in Switzerland that caused chocolate to fall from the sky. <laughs> there was a glitch in a candy factory. Their ventilation system sent cocoa powder raining down. Makes you think of that old YouTube video. Remember chocolate rain? Chocolate rain. Some stay dry and others feel the pain. Chocolate rain. A baby born will die before this in chocolate rain. Well, before you go buying any plane tickets to Switzerland, this probably isn't going to happen again as repairs have been made. Why would you fix that? It was literally raining candy, you (laughs) a-holes. Oh, and we have news involving the Tiger King. So you remember the uh, exotic animal park that the Tiger King owned in Oklahoma in the Tiger King documentary? Well, it is now officially closed. The Greater Wynwood Exotic Animal Park owner, Jeff Lowe, you remember him. He was a douche. He's announced that he forfeited his USDA exhibitor's license and the park is closed effective immediately. I don't know what that means for Carol Baskin, though, because she did uh, win ownership of that zoo earlier this year. So... I don't know how that's all going to play out, but I'm sure it's all going to make for a great season, too, of Tiger King. I can tell you that much. And finally, the Democratic National Convention continued last night, and uh, Joe Biden was officially named the Democratic candidate for president on the ballot this November. And of course, as always, we bring you highlights from night two. And now, highlights from the virtual Democratic National Convention. The Calamari state of Rhode Island casts one vote for Bernie Sanders and 30 f- votes for the next president, Joe Biden. Hit us much harder than it had to. We have just 4% of the world's population, 25% of the world's c- The Oval Office should be a c- center. This nation still beats c- That's the soul of America Joe Biden is fucking for now. And that was highlights from the virtual Democratic National Convention. 1049, the morning X. It's Kev joined now by Andrea from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. Happy Thursday, Andrea. Glad to have you back. Hey, happy Thursday, and it's great to be back. How are you? Uh, good, uh, good. A little gassy this morning, but you asked. So, you know, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. That's good. I hope you're feeling good yourself. Uh, of course, we are asking the question today. Now, this is an interesting question, and I don't want you to get offended by it. But the question is, because I, I watched this Netflix documentary, or it's like a documentary series called Unwell. Have you seen this at all? Um, it hasn't watched it. I only know that because that was, it was paused on the screen the other night. Okay. But I don't know much about it. So me in. some people are for fitness and health benefits. Some people are drinking breast milk. Um, oh, what? Yeah, just like they're just like ordering it. I don't know who they're getting it from, but they're 
they're drinking it because it apparently has health and fitness benefits, and they kind of debunk that in the documentary. But some people truly believe it's helping them. Uh, and the question for today is: uh, Is that something you would ever try? Uh, I I have you know as you know I just recently had two kids. Yeah. In the last year and a half, and I have never tried it. You don't so, say you don't no. you don't save it in a gallon for your cereal. No, not interested <laughs> whatsoever. I, would, I, I wouldn't I, be either. No. There are plenty of things out there that people try for their health, and you know if they research it and they feel that it's appropriate, so be it. I'm not one to judge anyone else for what they do, but I would not personally be yeah. interested in trying that. No. Especially in the documentary, it said it could be really harmful if you're not an, actually a baby. <laughs> so, um, right. yeah, but there are people who truly believe that that you know because like they were sick and then they drank it and then they weren't sick after that. It's like, well, no, you just got better. It had nothing huh. to had nothing to do with you drinking a stranger's <laughs> a stranger's bodily fluid. That's not good no that's so it. you're saying they like drink it for seven to ten days and then all of a sudden oh they're better so, uh, yeah it's it's that. so weird yeah it's it's okay. it's so weird but that's our poll question today no. yeah that's that's an interesting one now i'm really curious about the show maybe i'll have to go watch it with them oh it's it's great it's, sure it, there's different topics right oh there is each yeah. episode is a different one like these crazy things that people think will help them get better it's ridiculous <laughs> uh but yeah it's cool oh, I didn't. I, I promise wait. you, I did not ask you to call today to talk about breast milk. It just happened to be the poll question of the day, and I like to bring you in on that stuff. So. You never know what you're going to ask me. That's why it's so fun to call you. Yeah, this is so. a different show. You're not. You're not. Gonna, you're going to get this on the other station that's playing Whitney Houston, and Lady Gaga. It's just not going to happen. You know, <laughs> and that's not going to happen. Well, but we do need to talk about uh, your job uh, at uh, GoRockford.com. What are we going to read about? All right. So we've got a a list of events that are taking place or places to maybe, you know, go out and just kind of get some fresh air this weekend. And I see the forecast is supposed to be really nice. So one thing I always like to talk about when uh, I call in are, are different museums because, you know, we have a lot of really rich history here in the community and we have a lot of variety of museums. And so Midway Village Museum is, of course, uh, here in, in the Rockford region. Now they are doing tours. They do these Thursday through Sunday. They're every one hour, so on the hour, starting at 11, going until 3. But not only do they have the indoor uh, museum that features many different exhibits, of course, focusing on our history and our heritage, they have different artifacts, of course, the stock monkey and things like that, but they also have the Victorian Village outside, which is a living history experience, which, you know, you're not going to find just anywhere. It's from 1890 to 1910 era, so if you... I uh, want to take the kids. Maybe you haven't been here yourself in some time and you're curious about what they might have to offer to teach you. Just go ahead and, and try something different this weekend. Is that one of those places where the, the people who work there have to act like they're genuinely from that time period? Like are there pe- like the Renaissance Fair, that kind of thing? Right. Uh, yeah, they definitely have that available. The tour guides do dress up from time to time, especially if you request it. So, See, I get tempted to um, <laughs> I get tempted to ask them questions that they oh. they couldn't possibly answer if they're from that time period. You know, like can you can you show me how to find this exhibit on my on my Google my smartphone here? Can you can and they're like, oh, what is this contraption you have? You know, I don't know what that says boxes. I don't know what that is. What it does? No. What a strange would, object. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you gotta have a little fun with it, right? Be easy, easy on um, Yeah. Well, what's cool about Midway Village is we, you know, the, the folks from the Rockford region, many around here might have gone there themselves when they were younger. Right. I know I did on field trips and things like that. And was, it was really a cool immersive experience. You had to dress up yeah. to, you know, when we were kids, we had to pretend like we were in the classroom actually back in the, you know, the day. So 
don't know, something, again, to relive nostalgic moments for yourself and then bring the kids into them as well. So. Yeah, those were special days for me as a kid when we, we used to go to the museums in Chicago, and it was uh, it was definitely, I remember those days very clearly, you know, even, even from 30 oh. years ago. Yep, exactly, me too. For sure. So that's great. Uh, now, at Anderson Japanese Gardens, I think this is right up your alley. It's right up mine. It is on Thursdays from 3 to 4. Now, it's called sound bath, but it's not actually a bath at all. It's What you do is it involves even bringing a pillow and blanket. So you can go out to the gardens. It's a gentle, restorative immersion uh, with sounds of singing bowls, drums, gongs, and other instruments where guests can actually bathe in the sound of vibration, and you are encouraged <laughs> to take a nap. <laughs> oh my God! This sounds like this sounds. Nap time, Jeff. This sounds like almost like you said singing bowls. So it's like those people that have like the bowls of water in front of them with different pitches, and they they kind of hit them, and then they yeah. run their finger over them, and it goes. Wee, wee, wee. It's yeah. so bizarre. It's so interesting to me. Yeah, it's um, definitely. I've a skill. always wanted to try it. I'm one of those people that really can't sit still for too long. So <laughs> me I me too. Wanted, I don't know if I could do it. Um, you give me a pillow and a blanket, and you put me anywhere. I'll probably if I fall asleep, I'm not going to get up. Yeah, that's not going to that's not going to be am. meditation. That's going to be falling asleep. Yeah, you hardcore. Know? Well, the thing about me is I'll go, 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 and then when I sit down to sleep, boom, I'm out. Mm-hmm. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> You know, yeah. I've tried to meditate before, like seriously, I actually tried to take it serious, and I, and I did. I did about ten minutes my first time, and it's it's interesting how you really have to force yourself to be in it. You know, it's it doesn't just happen. You really have to force yourself. Right. Like if you feel a thought coming in, like a negative thought, you literally have to push it away. That's what that's what meditation is about. And if I had to lay on a blanket with a bunch of strangers around me, the negative thoughts would not <laughs> stop coming. It would not. I don't know if it would work for me. I don't care what kind of gong bowls you're playing in the background. I know, it's going to be tough. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, you, you know, you would not be able to. I don't, um, to really like look at other people because you're going to be thinking those, you know how that is when you're looking at them. Like, what are they thinking about? Oh, that's a pink pillow. Oh, what, you know, where did they get mm-hmm. like just different thoughts that go through your head. Yeah. It's, for, it me, it would, for me, it would, for me, it would be like this guy next to me smells like patchouli and I can't get that smell out of my nostrils. <laughs> but I love a good challenge. So again, like you said, you tried Same. meditation. This might be something This you never know. You got to try that you, moment. You don't know till you try Andrea. Right. So there you go. So that's going on. I think it's really cool though. So Thursday three to four, if you're interested, something totally different that you can't get just anywhere else in an Anderson Japanese garden. So nice. Uh, drink for the Dallas fundraisers going on Carlisle Brewing Co. This is going on all month of August. They changed this up due to the coronavirus pandemic. They um, are allowing you to go to the to Carlisle. Now you can purchase different menu items, and those proceeds from those menu items will then go back to the Severson Dells in to support low-cost nature education programs that they offer there. So that's great. Nice. Yep. And then last but not least, we've got Burping Museum on our program. This is <laughs> so gross. Kev. What? No, you said it. You're the one who said burpee. I didn't say it. I, I just did say burp. Fair enough. <laughs> burpee Museum Monarch Program. This is going on uh, this is Friday. This is all weekend long. So Friday through Sunday, different times, so they will vary. Uh, this is really cool. So during the summer, the Burpee Quest, local monarch eggs, and young larvae that are in their mowing path along roads and then the farm lines. So they don't run them over, and then they can give them a second chance at life. Now you're able to actually save a baby monarch from getting mowed, and they're raised. You can raise it at home with your kids. Uh, it's just the cost of a paid admission to do that. So well, that's great. Nice. That's great. Yeah. Uh, to the rescue. <laughs> yes. 
Very cool. That's right. So that's what's going on this weekend in the Rockford region. Well, thank you very much. You can read about all those things Andrea just talked about at GoRockford.com. You can read so much more there as well. Andrea, as always, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Talk to you soon. We'll talk to you next Thursday. Goodbye. 1049 The Morning X. It's like the X voicemail line has been uh, pretty active lately. Got a couple of messages. That's 815-575-XVM1 if you'd like to leave a message. Any message at all. Could be about any topic. Maybe you heard us talking about something on the show. You can comment on it like this guy did. It's from a guy named Tom who heard us talking about Karens earlier, and he has a question. Hey, Kevin. I uh, It's Tom. Tom. I have some questions for you. Um, they're very simple questions. I just need help. I don't know if you could help me mm-hmm. figure this out, but what do you call a guy who has a wife that's a Karen? Uh, what do you call that guy? Okay, I don't have the answer, so I need the answer to that question. I wish I had a punchline, but I don't. And then, and then what do you do when your dog takes a sh- on your shoe? I'm asking because my dog took a my shoes. So if you can help me with those questions, um, happy Friday, Kevin. Have a good weekend. <laughs> I love how he just gave up at the end. If you can help me with those questions, um, happy Friday, Kevin. <laughs> Have a good weekend. Okay, so two questions there. What do you call a guy whose wife is a Karen? I don't know, because we were talking about the guy version of Karens being Kevin's, which I'm not behind. I'm not for at all. But what do you call the husband of a Karen? That's a great question. That's a great question. I have no idea. We got to come up with a term for that. That might give us something to think about for the near future here. The guy who's forced to be married to a Karen or a lady who's forced to be married to the guy version, which apparently is Kevin, which again, I am not behind. And question number two was, what do you do if your dog takes a crap on your shoe? Well, it's pretty easy. You wipe it off, dumbass. I mean, if they if they crap in your shoe, that's a different story. If they crap in your shoe, then uh, you're going to be in a different kind of trouble. That might take a while to clean off because there's different fabrics inside the shoe. But outside of the shoe, just get a hose, rinse it off, get some soap, maybe wipe it off a little bit. I don't know. But there you go. Thanks, Tam, for the call. This person did not leave their name. They left this message. Hey, Kevin, if it makes you feel any better, you're still a Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much for that one, sir. 1049. Bingo, bingo, bongo. The Morning X. Now on the phone now with Waleed Ismail of footballabsurdity.com. My comedian and friend, Waleed Ismail. What's up, buddy? Coming for me. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, we got the applause sound effect going for you and everything. That's that's how I feel Ooh, about you today. We got our favorite Egyptian on the phone. <laughs> I'm just excited that you're awake for this one today. Oh God, I am! I am dying. I am so tired. I, I, I sometimes wonder how you do this. You wake up hours before me. I hit the snooze button so many times, and then end up ten minutes late everywhere because there's a secret to it. You have to enjoy being miserable. That's all. I, we are both stand-up comedians. Yeah. Uh, I think. <laughs> I think that's fair. You obviously love misery more than I do. Uh, just a little bit more, though. Only, only a little bit more. <laughs> you, you committed to hating yourself, which, which is a commitment, which is a, a credit to your arts. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate that. I, ple- I appreciate that. I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. We'll go ahead and move on. Uh, so I know uh, you're right. You're right for uh, footballabsurdity.com. Do you guys cover the XFL at all? Oh, uh, I mean, we like to make fun of the XFL. <laughs> that works. 
Because, <laughs> I mean, as you know, the, the Dwayne The Rock Johnson purchased the XFL recently. What do you know about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, I mean, and let's let's be honest. Like, can you blame him? Like, when you have the opportunity to follow such football visionaries as Vince McMahon and Donald <laughs> Trump, uh, you got to take your shot, right? But you gotta, why, like, <laughs> but why would you want to invest in in a, in something that has failed so many times in a row? This, this is this is why I feel. This is why we know CTE is a thing, right? Right. Because like Dwayne Johnson's like, you know what? I played less than a season in the NFL. I'll throw a couple million dollars and buy the XFL. I think this is a good idea. I mean, at this at this point, this is three people who have hosted reality shows in a row, and I I say reality shows. Vince McMahon uh, kind what, of what, the WWE is the original reality television. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hundred percent agree with you. What reality show did The Rock do? Uh, he's got a show right now called uh, The Titan Games. It's kind of like a nin- American Ninja Warrior type of show. Oh, I remember that. It's uh, it's like he's trying to do American Gladiators for uh, millennials, right? It's or like, not for, for Gen Xers, right? It's like a hybrid of American Gladiators and American Ninja Warrior. I can dig that. I, I always enjoy watching these guys and thinking like of their commitment to learning to be really athletic in something that's completely meaningless. Right, right exactly. <laughs> uh, but it's like, it, you know, uh, it's actually pretty watchable. I, 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 yeah, I, I bet it is. Yeah. No, I mean, me and Peter Daniel, a uh, local Chicago comic, really funny guy, one of my favorite guys to talk to, uh, just about any topic with. We're talking about the XFL stuff. Like, how much, like, Dwayne Johnson, a couple million, yeah, CTE. Imagine spending a couple million on the XFL. Yeah, I mean, it was a little more than a couple million. How, how much did he spend? I, I, I honestly don't remember the number. I only, I only kind of skimmed the, uh, the number. The fact that he spent any money on it was insane to me. He spent fifteen million on on the XFL. So it wasn't just one or two. It was fifteen mil. Okay, I think my conclusion to that is that The Rock is very clearly a method actor. He has done so many disaster movies <laughs> that he just thinks he can save the XFL. That's the that's the only way we can do that. That's the only way it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, if you think about the difference between like how much how much do you think it would cost to buy the NFL right now? <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're, you're talking billions with the NFL, right? So, yeah. I'm just, yeah, because just a single NFL franchise is worth how much money? Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, okay. They are in the billions, right? Yeah. So, if you if you look at the, the past, the two other owners you mentioned for the XFL, if you look at Donald Trump and Vince McMahon, two very big personalities who are kind of villainous in, in a couple of ways. Um, I know. The NFL is a luxury car, and the XFL is basically like that beater that you'll find in a Watt ad. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, what, that's what The Rock just did. He's like, I'll, I'll throw some dollars at this, see if it'll get me through the, get me through the year. Yeah. I mean, but I think what I'm saying is that he's such a he's such a likable character compared to the other two guys that we mentioned. Um, you know, is, do you think... Do you think... <laughs> not, not, a, not a very high bar you set. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's not saying much, I guess, but I think a lot of people love him, man. A lot of people love The Rock. Do you think? Do you think that kind of saves the XFL? Honestly, I think the XFL, the thing that screwed the XFL a little bit was just the fact that uh, the world ended. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's not completely on the XFL this time. Uh, I will, I will say that circumstances out of their control happen. There's a lot of animosity toward the NFL right now. So, I mean, do you think if people are looking for an alternative, maybe the Dwayne the Rock Johnson owned XFL will be the way people go? I mean, I don't know. I guess, but 
it's still a mediocre product. Yeah, I mean, like, it can't be as good as the NFL because they're not going to get the best players. Right. I mean, he can't leave it the way that it is. That's for sure. Yeah, I want I watch professional sports to watch guys do things that I can't even imagine doing. Like I would pull, I would, I, I pulled muscles watching these guys make catches. <laughs> So, I mean, like, he's going to have to offer some pretty good contracts if he wants to attract some bigger players over there. That's all. And he's already spent all his money on the <laughs> XFL, so. <laughs> well, I don't know. I think if you looked that up, it would be, uh, uh, I think I think it would be a small percentage of his net worth is 15 I, million. I know, I know, I know. I, I just like the fact that after watching Ballers, he thinks he can run a franchise. <laughs> or actually, actually performing on Ballers. Hey, if he were my boss, I would listen to him. That's all I'm saying. Well, yeah, because he could beat you up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's it's all about his size, you know, and but yeah. he's got a lot of charisma, too. I, I, I might want to follow him. I don't know. The, the, the minute he raises an eyebrow, you're out doing whatever he asks. Because exactly. you know it's about to go down. Isn't that, but isn't that the bellwether for a good boss? <laughs> I guess that's true, yeah. Right, so may, maybe he saves the XFL. We'll see. That's awesome. Uh, and on the on the <laughs> NFL side, uh, we don't have a whole lot of time to get to this, but uh, on uh, the NFL side, what do you got for me today? I just kind of wanted to talk. Did you see uh, what happened to Mitch Trubisky on his birthday? On his birthday? No. On his birthday, PFF uh, pulled up stats trying to show that he is the worst quarterback in football. Wait, who pulled that up? The PFF, Pro Football Focus. Okay. So they, they were trying to show that he was the worst football player in history on his birthday. Man, it had to be a terrible thirteenth birthday for him. Not just that; the stats were garbage. But they were, but they were real stats, though. They weren't like they were they like were, they, they were PFS stats, which based Pro Football Focus, which basically means no one knows what their secret formula is. But they pull up to say he's bad. They were saying that he's uh, he's performed like under uh, under average more than all these quarterbacks who have played less games than him. Which would kind of happen, right? It makes sense. Uh huh. Like imagine cherry picking stats to make someone look bad on his birthday. That's the kind of animosity and vitriol I can get behind. Honestly, that's why we watch sports. It really aches. You're a big enough dick, huh? Is that is that what it is? I mean, it's, it, well, you know what? Let's face it. I think all Bears fans can appreciate hating on Mitch. So, Happy birthday, you suck. But even then, I'd be like, it's his birthday. I'll give him a pass. You know, instead of making up things just to like get on him. Well, Cordell Patterson was hyping him up. Oh, yeah, Cordell Patterson says he had that fire in his eye. And because we don't get a preseason, that's the nice thing about preseason hype this year. We don't get to see any of these players play. So it's going to be a lot easier for us to lie to ourselves that Mitch won't be as bad. Well, let's just say at least we know that Mitch will play the exact number of preseason games that he played last year. Yeah. Zero. Oh, good Lord. Well, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. People who are criticizing it, why would you let anyone play in the preseason? All this guy, the best that will happen is... Your guy won't get hurt. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. They don't. They don't show you anything. They do their game plans and stuff in practice. Yeah. Well, at least we can take comfort in knowing that nobody else is going to be playing any preseason games either. Hey, Wally, dude, we are running out yeah. of time, dude. But I got to let you go. But check out footballabsurdity dot com. That's Wally's website. Check Wally out on Twitter at I am the Wally. Thanks for joining us again, buddy. Thank you. One zero four nine. The morning X.